Do you ever lift your head up from your phone, look around, and think to yourself, my God, everything is weird? Well, we do a lot. This is the Observation Station, a unique, entertaining, and hilarious podcast. If we observe it, we talk about it. Anything and everything. Anything and everything. Let's get weird and let's have some fun. This is the Observation Station. And now your host, Tommy Heights. How's it going, everybody here? I'm glad to have you guys back here on another episode of the Observation Station. So, today's topic is going to be, do you have a plan? Uh, Most people don't. We just skate by through life. I uh, usually, in life, get called Kramer. I feel like that is a fantasy life either way, so be jealous. uh, Because that guy lives the life. He lives in Manhattan, New York. No... I know I don't even know how he makes his money really. <laughs> um and then in the show he just comes over to Jerry's house, freeloads off of his refrigerator, gets all the things he wants in life, just chills, hangs out at the restaurant, it it just vibes out. I mean, that's that's a ideal life, but at the end of the day it's a TV show, not real life. So, we're looking out there going to the grocery store, things are getting expensive. You want to get yourself an omelet, get your wallet out. It's going to be costing you now. You're going to double take to say, uh, well, uh, do I need this grocery item? It's it's going to be where a couple of things, if you don't have the budget for it, it's going to be thrown out. Um, everybody has a, a different budget, and I, I'm taking a look to see, well, what is it now that is not worth the money? Because you're going to see your prices are going to rise, and a lot of things are going to be more expensive. And you figure, I don't think I need to do this anymore. You might be more fiscally responsible, and that's a plus, pro, a con, who knows, depending on how you look at it. So, I mean, gas luckily has gone down a little bit. Uh, that thing was at like 360 or something over here in South Florida. Luckily, I'm not in uh, California. can't believe it. It was uh, like $8 a gallon in certain places. I'm thinking to myself, how in the world... Are people living with eight dollar unleaded gas for it's like a hundred bucks to fill up your Prius, <laughs> and then you want to get a Tesla, and it's like, well, if I want to take a long road trip, I can just imagine the one time I want to take a long road trip to go through that uh, like Route sixty six or whatever it is from L.A. to Vegas, and you get lost out in the middle of nowhere and your battery dies. I just feel like that would happen to me because you just want to be free and just having it where. Like, oh my God, how much does it cost to have this electric car to go from here to here, $3 or something? And people that are Tesla owners, you see a lot of these interviews and they're like, eh, I think it's going to be better when I had my gas car for right now because the infrastructure as it's set up is not made still for electric cars. We're getting there. Obviously, there has to be a motion to get there. But for right now, we're really just still working off the petroleum and oil uh, system right now, you know, diesel. And I have a Toyota Camry hybrid 2012 with 212,000 miles on it runs like a charm, take care of it, do its maintenance on, on all what's necessary because 
I don't want to get a new car right now. Those prices are exorbitant. You take a look at these Corvettes that uh, like are brand new that they cost maybe say ninety thousand, like brand new, and now they're adding all these crazy fees, and it ends up being like one twenty one. And it's not even like a special edition car, just because like, hey, do you want this car or not? The the demand is high and the production's low. Homes uh, in South Florida too. I think it's kind of a phenomenon. You're coming down to South Florida and you see all these these beautiful homes in certain spots. But even if you go to like not so nice areas, the way that the prices are down here, you could have a house that has bars all over the windows and it's like seven hundred thousand dollars. And you're like what? This this looks like a ghetto house. It's like, well, there's only so much South Florida that you can really live in that's going to be close to the water, at least, you know, within you know, five, ten minutes. And a lot of those are getting knocked down now by these big uh, corporations that are building apartment condominiums down here. So hopefully that's going to lower the price of rent if they have it where a lot more rentals open up. Because, my God, I mean, just to be homeless over here, you have to be damn near a millionaire. <laughs> I mean, these people, the homeless people down here have it, you know, pretty made. If you think about it, they get showers on the beach, free food, you know, money that is untaxed uh, and they make pretty good money down here because if they're having iPhones and some of them have clean clothes, they can't be doing too bad. You know, there's soup kitchens, sleeping places for them, free clothes. It's when you go to these foreign countries, they don't really have uh, too much things to fall back on. It's kind of like, how am I going to survive? Out here, you could become homeless, and as long as you don't get tweaked out on drugs, there's something for you to do, if that makes sense. You know, you, you can go down the rabbit hole, and there's always a, a plan that uh, is going to be given to you from some institution to say, hey, if you're gone bankrupt or if you have it where you've lost your house or you've gotten into divorce, there's somebody that's going to be like, okay, this is a program for you, which is nice about this country. A lot of people don't realize until you travel out of the country of how blessed we are to be here in the United States. There's so many social services. And from there, you're thinking, okay, well, uh, what is it that's different about maybe here in Canada? Okay, well, that's a first world country. I would say that I implore a lot of people here to maybe take uh, maybe two weeks to go to some place and to see how you could be as organized as you want to be. But it doesn't matter. There's not a plan for a citizen in those countries. Even if you make really good money in some of the countries, it's just the infrastructure is so poor that there's no way of, of figuring things out there. And every day, I figure to myself, because... July 4th is going to be coming up here, Independence Day here soon enough, rolling around the corner, getting the patriotic sense out here to just see how beautiful it is to live in a country where I I see all the things that are being said about, oh, you know, you know, we're doing this, we're doing that, and everybody has its faults. But we have it where we keep moving forward. Right now, you can say what you want about the president or political and whatnot. Is there a plan there? Uh, personally, I don't think there is right now with our current president, but that's neither here nor there. Um, people could say that about the last president, depending on what side you're on, so everybody has their opinion. That's why this is the observation station. It's kind of like Walter Cronkite. We need that news back where I just give you what I feel is the news, and you decide how you want it to be. I'm not going to bias it. That's the beauty of this channel. Everybody here is an observer. So that's what I 
figure is the beauty of the of the channel is there's so many different topics that we could speak about. Have a table discussion, 15 minutes to be entertained, educated, relaxed, have a quick laugh and a beer, or whatever you do to just uh, pass through traffic if you're stuck in a uh, traffic jam. Whatever it is, we need all to be a little bit entertained and to have some time where we reflect on what we're doing in our daily lives because it could be like where you're a hamster in the wheel and you just keep going and going and going. You figure, well, what the hell am I doing with my life? You just keep the same routine. You eat the chicken and rice. You wake up, you work out, go to work, come back, watch the same Netflix show, answer a couple of emails, do some phone calls, and you just go to bed, rinse, clean, and repeat. You may not even be happy, but you may not even be sad. It's like sometimes you're so numb because it's a routine, and it's like, well, if you have just like maybe a week and a half or something to reflect, if you have that privilege to have like a week and a half just off your job, off anything with work, with everything, and you just reflect there, like, what, what am I doing with myself? Figure out, okay, is this in the best interest of what's making me happy, or is it just like... uh This is just kind of a a thing that's just paying the bills. That's the whole thing. I mean, if you have a a job and that's the only thing that's paying you an income, just like Warren Buffett said, if if all you rely on is one job and you get laid off or fired, you're one step away from poverty. That's what I'm seeing with a lot of layoffs here. And it's not the people's fault that you're getting laid off, but the side hustles are what people are coming up with right now, which is beautiful. Because there's then so many ways for them to make money that are resist, uh, you know, resistant to having to to go in and clock in, clock out, get a paycheck, and all this other stuff. That is the beauty of having the internet in an infrastructure that is thriving for people to make an economy of entrepreneurs and free thinkers, so that they're not tied to a system that's just going to bog you down by vacation days and paid time off, sick days, and etc. If you want to take a damn vacation, you take your vacation. This is not for a company to be like, well, you've had too many vacations. No, stop with that bullshit. This is having it where you figure out in your life, what the heck do you want to do? You know, if you're working for JC Penny or Sears, probably not a job anymore, you know? You know, you got to figure things out. If you want to have it where you get get a side hustle of, of making art, well, maybe you make some art and go to the arts and craft show and your local thing charge 25, 50 bucks. You sell a couple of pieces, you make some money. Maybe you charge more. I don't know of your skill. These are things maybe you want to go uh, online to YouTube and say, okay, how do I make money online without needing physical products? I'm figuring the, the different ways out so I can give more content to you guys. As the observation station, it's trying to see what are some things I see that aren't being talked about in the general sense, or a lot of people just use buzzwords like how to make side hustle income 10 ways under $5,000, sit around. It's like, well, what if someone doesn't have $5,000? My plan when I was in high school to make some money, this was the the way that was the most economical for me at the time, because that is when most people don't have much money is usually around that high school period of your life, you know, even college. And I figured out Okay, what is it that I could do all the time? Go to garage sales. And now it's kind of made glamorous or whatever by Gary Vaynerchuk of doing the garage sale finds and flipping it on eBay and Amazon. 
So what I would do is just go to garage sales, find some Polo Ralph Lauren shirts that even still had the tags that sometimes these just grandmas would be just taking stuff that they would be cleaning from their grandchildren stuff. And then these kids would have stuff in the, with the tags on there. And from there, you just say, uh, how much for the whole lot here? She's there like, you know, a dollar if you want to take it all. And then you flip them for like $25, $35 each one of them because brand new, they're 98. They still have the tags on them. It's pretty easy to sell a nice, uh, you know, press. You can press them pretty quickly. I learned how to press shirts really quickly to make them look nice. And and you have it where you learn SEO, uh, you know, when you put it on eBay, just to give you kind of an example. This is this is just things they learn. This is giving an example. To have it where you have more exposure, put free shipping. Now you'd be like, well, people, they need to pay for the shipping. Well, then just add whatever the shipping would be. If it's $5, just add $5 to the price. And then they're just seeing, oh my God, free shipping. What a good price. Not $4.99. They don't know the difference. All they're seeing is free shipping. And that takes it away um, from the search queue if you don't have free shipping. Because if on that box they click the box for you know two-day shipping or free free shipping, and you have it where you don't have free shipping, well, you just got taken out of a search queue. So these are little things that you learn along the way. Like uh, when you put vintage, you can put vintage or VTG for different things just to have different keywords. And uh, the more things that, that would pop up on a person's search history or search uh, bar, the better chance you would have of more eyes seeing it and more people see it that's the more chances of you having someone click buy. So what does the future look like? I'm reading it right now. Grocery prices are not going to be going down. Uh, we're just going to have to be making more money. It's just simple as that. These are not going to be where times are going to be easier economically. And everyone's just going to have to brace for the hard times. It's going to be a good one for somebody that's going to be that wants to be the poser. Oh, yeah, man. I got a, I got a plane, man. Got the private jet. And then it's like, wait a minute here. You just took pictures in front of a private jet, posted it on there, and said that this is yours if you do Forex trading and buy their courses and whatnot. I'm all for buying courses and whatnot, but these posers wearing bright Versace colors and just sitting here uh, posing inside of uh, a Bentley and saying, hey, man, this is my car. And it's like, what the hell does this have to do with Forex trading? Are we making money here? Or are you just posing? Like anybody can rent a Bentley here for 550 a day here and just sit there and take a million pictures in a hundred different outfits and just keep it in the roll. It's not that hard. I mean, lifestyle is a thing that a lot of people want to have right now instead of just paying for you know, crazy things. People like experiences, which is what I feel is going to be a better use of a lot of people's money is to do those things that you can remember instead of just objects you just buy off the shelf. So, well, you know, uh, with that being said there, I was messing around with uh, some more artificial intelligence. If you uh, taking a look at one of my episodes, it did talk about AI, but uh, wanted to get a little bit more specific in chat GPT, just a little more specific, uh, so that we can talk about some things that I was seeing it can do. Uh, some of the things on YouTube I was seeing some teachers talking about, they were saying, uh, if you use ChatGPT, we're going to fail you because that's cheating. So different world out there. I mean, uh, back in the day, we were just using, you know, copy and paste, copy and paste, and uh, <laughs> just completely different. Now you're having artificial intelligence be able to do more than just ChatGPT. It's just... Uh, 
amazing out there the more that this thing learns. So, all right, guys. Well, you have yourself a wonderful Friday. So glad that you guys are back. I'm uh, wanting to be a little bit more in the consistent factor. These are just episodes I'm having it where it's like I want to put thought into them. I know it takes you know one a week, and I'll, I'll see if in the future if I have a little bit more uh, structure to the episodes here and and have some more feedback on if if I get uh, some guests on the show. That way, uh, if I can ebb and flow with somebody, that might be something that I do a little bit in the future is bring on some people so that there's a little bit more uh, entertainment on having two sides of the story. You have Observation Station and you have the guest on here. So it's going to be a a potpourri of different flavors of just entertainment. All right. So look, it's going to be a great day, a great week. I know there's a lot of doom and gloom out there. Watch your news consumption, especially CNN, constant negative news, and also stay away from Bud Light. (laughs) All right, guys. Well, take it easy. Love it. Uh, Keep the vibes up. All right. Bye-bye-bye. You've been listening to The Observation Station. We find everyday life and everyday situations hilarious. We hope you've enjoyed the show. We know we had a blast. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And be sure to tell a friend about the show. That would help too. See you next time on the Observation Station.